0: If you've been listening for a while, you know that I'm big on service. And to review, service is the thing that validates your vision. Without service, a vision can be nothing more than a wish list, a catalog of benefits that accrue only to you. But service ensures that you know exactly who your vision helps, how, and and most importantly, why. So how do I figure out what that is if I'm just an ordinary everyday person. Well, that's this week on the Fuse Chamber Podcast. You're listening to the Fuse Chamber Podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams. And I want to help you live the life you really want. Hey guys, welcome back. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining as always. It's really great to have you here. Is everyone really called to serve? Doesn't that limit me to humanitarian work or politics or military? No, everyone can serve. Service is not divine. Service is the force multiplier that gives weight and influence to your daily goals and work. Now, you need to understand your service now, but first let's remember why we're here. To create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community. To create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion and without compromise. I'll show you who you have to become in order to win, and I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. This investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits that forever change your life and career. Now, a service mindset is not something that a select few are blessed with. Sometimes when we think of service, we think of somebody who is called, and that implies a kind of divine connection between yourself and the universe. But service can be a way of looking at things services all around you your first inclination might be to say well hold on I work in a convenience store so how exactly do I serve I mean I serve customers but so does everyone who works in a convenience store maybe you write video game code so who do you serve then well you may think you just work in a convenience store but if you really looked at your customers who are they who are the regulars why do they come here Why do they keep coming back? What do they buy? Why do they buy it? See, because to some customers, you might be the only consistently happy, non-judgmental face they see all day. Maybe their family life is hard, and you're the only person who ever bothers to ask how their day is. And for the neighborhood kids, your candy shelf is a little haven, something that they'll remember long into their adulthood as being their favorite place to escape to. When they get old enough to ride their bikes and get their first taste of freedom from their parents. If you code video games, who do you serve? Well, maybe you just see gamers as another kind of consumer, and maybe this is just a job. Or maybe those gamers are your tribe, a dedicated league of joystick warriors who treasure the connections they make online with friends in the virtual battlefield together, and your graphics, your gameplay might have more fans than you could ever possibly know about. Maybe you serve the people who will never forget what it was like the first time they opened up the wrapper, inserted the disc, and dove into the world that you helped create for the first time. So do you see how the difference between boredom or even misery and passion and purpose is sometimes as simple as taking a moment to have a long, impartial look at the things around you? Because in both of those examples I just gave, a customer could easily roll in and out of your world without you noticing at all. So it's only when you take the time to notice, when you're taking the time to care, and when you take time to care, you'll find that it's just as easy to see your customers as your tribe, as people with wants and needs that you are uniquely qualified to satisfy and deliver as it is to see them as a stream of faceless people passing by. Engaging in meaningless transactions, trading money for stuff. But when you bother to see each follower, each fan, each customer as someone who is looking for something, connection, meaning, love, it completely changes how you feel about the work you do. And that's as true today as when I started. Mindset matters. So how do you know who you serve? How can you meet them? How can you know them intimately? The truth is you may never meet them in person. If you write books, you're never going to meet all of your readers. And hey, what if your book never sells a copy? Then who do you serve? Did you still serve at all? In this case, it's important to remember that even if your work never touches all of the people it was intended to touch, your service is still to create it for them. But very often, The people you serve will simply let you know. Whether you've been trying to notice them or not, every once in a while, someone will reach out to say thank you, to let you know what a difference your work has made. Remember, you'll never make 100% of the people happy 100% of the time anyway, so not even close. Most people will just ignore you, in the same way that you ignore most people. But those for whom you've made a difference will occasionally go out of their way. let you know that you made an impact. And you did it without even knowing it. That could be the very best kind of service you can give, the things you do well without even thinking about them. Because you can do it over and over for a growing number of people without ever getting tired. And once you've had that feedback, it's easier to help focus your thoughts on how you serve. Because you have a specific persona, a type of person who needs you. And needs what you do, and a specific example of how you help them. So go from there. Now recall why a service mindset even matters. There's a biological benefit to serving your tribe as opposed to being purely selfish. If you focus on service, you'll be able to motivate yourself intrinsically, that is, due to the inherent goodness of service, rather than looking to external factors to motivate you. Because of the biological origins of selflessness, this kind of motivation lasts much longer and through greater challenges than external factors, such as money or possessions. If you know who you serve, you don't have to constantly look to the outside world to give you a reason to carry on with your hard work. And also, service builds trust. When you serve and are selfless, it's easier to be on the right side of any issue Because if you're selfless, it shows in your actions, your body language. And the same is true if you're selfish. But when you act from a place of service, it's much easier if your motives are ever challenged or you have to defend yourself. I think when people give the blanket advice of doing something good in the world or making a difference, what they're really talking about is service. And so it can be one of the hardest things to get or get right. A lot of people can't find a way to think of who they serve and how in the very beginning. But once you get it, if it truly helps sharpen your vision, if it truly helps inspire you, if it truly helps build authentic trust and communication with those you serve, it's the kind of thing that the sooner you start working on it, the sooner you will see benefits. And you won't fully understand it until you try it. And then once you try it, you'll see what I'm talking about, how it changes things, how it moves roadblocks how you seem to get out of your own way and things start happening differently for you. Things get easier. People pay attention. You start finding more and more people who want to be part of your tribe. So start working on your service now. Folks, thanks for listening. You can reach out at FuseChamber.com or find me on Twitter at FuseChamber. Come in for some more insight and coaching next week.